I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new to industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams, and we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location, and oftentimes we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions, anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, it's episode 43 of The Independent Agent. Justin's wearing a red shirt that says skip ad, doesn't work. I'm in a white shirt that says aloha. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I couldn't get the center of your chest. I know. So This drink I found online is going to probably be awful, but it seemed appropriate. Uh, it's called the Vodka Quarantine. Someone okay. came up with their own. And it's vodka, like a any kind of a flavored iced tea, like a peach iced tea or an orange iced tea, and then a squeezed orange in it. It sounded interesting because I've never had a cocktail with iced tea in it before. Mm. I've had a Long Island iced tea, but that doesn't contain any iced tea. So I don't know. It looks the same color as I made it online, which is a positive start. No. That's terrible. That's like a watered down... I'm not even sure. It's like we had a cocktail, and you drank 90% of it and left and the a little water, bit in, yeah, and then exactly the ice just melted into it. That's exactly what it is. Ugh. Well, with that, question one. Ugh. The agency I work for has 20 employees across three locations, all in different towns about 20 miles away from each other. Several employees, sorry, I'm stuck on the lots of 20s. Wow. Yeah. Several employees have been working from home and we've given them the choice of when and if they return to work. This has left us with significant vacancies at two of the locations. We're strongly considering consolidating down to one location, but we'll be closing offices. This is a struggle bus. But will closing offices mean losing our local presence and eventually market share as well? I mean, are you that not local 20 miles away? I mean, how local needs to be local? You're not from middle America. Well, in middle America, 20 miles is about a seven-minute drive. True. You know? Here, 20 miles might be a 40-minute drive, but there's no one, you know, in Fullerton who's not going to do work with someone in Mission Viejo. But I can speak down in Clifton, population 7,000. Your farm you like to go to? Your ranch? Yes. It's a glorious place. Weird. TexasSafariRanch.com. It's amazing. But... There's, I think, eight insurance agencies in that small town and seven churches for that whole group of people. So, Eight agencies and seven churches? Yes. I counted. I was so stunned by that number. Wow. There's opportunity for us there. No. No. There's an opportunity for us to go die a slow death boredom on a ranch with animals roaming around. They just got a giraffe. 
Yeah, just sounds terrible and smelly and hot. My boys, one caught a seven-pound bass and another an eight-pound bass. That's not exciting to me. Okay, so you lost your train of thought. No, so I didn't. That was it. That was your your whole thing about. Uh, I it consolidated away. I mean, we've talked about it. Like I think we've talked about it on the podcast several times. If we weren't in the middle of a six-year lease that we signed a year ago, we'd contemplate doing something different with our space. I mean, we have about 20 people in this office and we only have one office. So it's not like we have multiple offices, but even still we could go down to a smaller space, pay less, allow some flexibility to work from home and do a lot of those things. I mean, I'd say don't sweat it. If you guys just have one large office and it's your new regional office or whatever it is, your corporate office. I mean, if your physical location is what is keeping someone to doing business with you, that probably means that you're not very good at your job, right? Particularly if it's 20 miles away, you know? Well, so we have risks all throughout California, but most of it's Southern California based. And we will occasionally lose an account because they'll say they want a local broker. But that's because it's a seven-hour drive for us to get up there. right? And even then, I'll ask the question, okay, what is it that you like about the local broker? And they'll say, well, just knowing that they're there. Okay, well, we're there. What does the location have to do with that? Then the next question I ask is, how often do they see you? Well, I haven't seen them in three or four years. So the only thing you're holding on to is the comfort that they're there. That's a certain small segment of the buyers out there for insurance. Everybody else, especially we're not post coronavirus yet, but I think everyone's understanding that we're coming up on it though. We're hopefully, <laughs> hopefully before the uh, whole economy collapses on itself. But most of of your customer base is going to say, "Hey, we get it. Twenty miles is a nothing burger of a distance," and I would just encourage you to make the the move, consolidate, and go from there. Yeah, it's it's a non issue in my mind. And even if you lost some clients, the number would be so insignificant. And ones that you're concerned about, you just say, hey, look, we decided to consolidate because it was a better lease deal and more efficient and we could do better things for our staff. Other businesses will be like, oh, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, no, it's just such a non-issue. So. Now, let's say this. But if I'll give you the most extreme example to, to say that this would be where it would be appropriate. Let's say your in Plano, Texas, and you've got some massive high schools, and your whole business model is based on the fact that you sponsor the football team, and high school football in the state of Texas is is massive, and because of that, you insure 70% of the families at the high school and the junior high and the elementary school, and that's a big number of people. It's not a small town. There may be some reason to keep a local presence there, but short of some unique experience like that, I just don't see it. Sure. That's obscure. It's it. Look, varsity blues. <sighs> Friday night lights. Question two. The office I manage has about 30 employees. Last one at 20, this is 30. The receptionist, people still have receptionists. The receptionist who has handled the duties like office supplies, light cleanup, meeting coordination, etc., has left and ownership will not replace the position for good reason. Those responsibilities have now become mine and I can barely get people to change toilet paper without being asked if I 
plan to pay them to do it. I get their frustration, but I am exhausted. I can't hire or start handing out money. How do I get the rest of the team to help shoulder the burden? Well, one, if you have 30 employees and you can't pay for a janitorial staff. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Wow. That's a flawed leadership strategy there. So I can understand. I mean, think about every employee sitting there going, wait, if we have 30 employees, we must do X in revenue. And there is not this small amount of money to make sure we have toilet paper. Right. And, a, a, a couple hundred dollars a month. Uh, yeah. It shows that agency leadership does not give a damn about its people. That's the problem. And they're right to be upset. Now, let's say for whatever reason, you can't figure out a solution any other way by getting funds to pay for it. I don't know why. You're going to have to hold the line with the agency owner and try and convince them. And if you are a manager of people, you should be able to saying this type of thing, this nickel and diming will lead to a lost person. Just one lost person over the fact that we nickel and dime like this is going to cost us fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to find the replacement, train them, or if we pay a recruiter, anything along those lines. So if the savings is that great by not paying for someone to handle the toilet paper, maybe that's okay. If they have to do the toilet paper, is someone cleaning the toilets? Yeah, I don't understand. The challenge I have is your decision to save two grand a year for janitorial staff to handle some of these things and some stocking of things, et cetera, is going to cost you twenty-three dollars to $25,000. It just doesn't make sense. So if you're a leader worth your stuff, you're going to go back to them, push back and say, hey, I'm dying on this hill. We're paying for this. And you just don't leave their office until they say yes. Yeah. Or if you really wanted to do that and not not pay it, the owner should be the one in there changing the toilet paper and and showing some servant leadership there. Mm -hmm. Right? The staff doesn't want to do it, and I don't blame them. I don't want to go change toilet paper rolls. I have to do that enough at my own house. I don't want to do that for everyone else and go into the different bathrooms. And I mean, it's an awful thing. But if the owner's not willing to do it, then... Why the hell would anyone else do it? And as far as managing office supplies, essentially, when you run low on something, you click a button on Amazon. You Mm -hmm. could even get the freaking easy button things. I I never got them where you could like get more Tide Pods or something. I don't think they have those anymore, do they? they? I have no idea. That was a flawed concept. Because what are you going to have? Because you had to have one tied to each item. You're going to have 74 easy buttons? I I don't know. I was on the phone. You accidentally hit the wrong one. You know, when we were in the kitchen earlier... And I was talking about, hey, I got some new jeans in, just had them tailored because I have short legs. <laughs> so you're like, but you need new shorts as well, right? Right. So I was walking back to my desk. I went to Amazon, said click, 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 and I got shorts on the way. It's that easy to order supplies. Mm-hmm. I know. And so Linda does a great job at it. Yes. And we have a Linda and you don't. They might have a Linda. And as far as the team shouldering any type of burden, it has to be reasonable. Now, if you didn't, let's say, have somebody, we have a Linda who we get all sorts of snacks and goodies and drinks. We have like eight types of sparkling water in our office, but she actually enjoys organizing, being in charge of that whole process. That's something that gives her joy. It wouldn't give me joy, but it does for her. If you don't have that, you can always rotate and say, okay, guys, hey, when this shipment comes in, this team's responsible for loading everything once a week. And something like that could be acceptable because you're you're giving extra stuff that's goodies. Everyone should be willing to pitch in once a month to help stock the shelves, if you will. Yeah. 
I mean, I think you can still have one person. But you have 30 people at the organization. Someone can manage that. You don't need to put everyone else through having to deal with that. You're just begging for a workers' comp claim. We're begging for a workers' comp claim. Yeah, but I, I don't think she'd let us file a claim. No. <laughs> yeah. I had a thought I was going to say something, and I've totally lost it. But you know what I, I don't think I've talked about on here is my, my new great love that I found this summer? Spikeball. Wow. Spikeball. If you guys don't play Spikeball, you it's need to start terrible. It. It's not terrible. And you have to play it in the sand. Oh, it's amazing. You can play it in grass, too. Well, they, they, the competitive ones, they play on turf. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not terrible. You hit a ball. Every person I've ever introduced to spike ball falls in love with the game. It's like how everyone loves can jam. So if you don't know can jam, you should learn can jam. But spike ball is volleyball. But instead of hitting over the net, you hit into a circular net that's on the ground. It's a total just a beach fun game. Put a cocktail in your hand. Play. It's fun. Well, actually, you probably can't do that while you're playing. You just drink cocktails in between. Not that you're allowed to drink cocktails in the beach, but... Do you have the special uh, liners? You know how you can you put them over like like it would be like a, if you had like a Coors Light and no, you know honestly now all we do is so we used to bring vodka and other things down to the beach and we'd make like cocktails because I don't like to sit and drink beer and be heavy on the beach when I'm running around all day, but we just now get the vodka sodas. Absolute makes one. I like a lot of the ones that are really not sweet. The crew that I hang out with, everyone loves, they're called High Noons, which they're really good. They're just a little sweet for me. But my new favorite one is Cutwater. That's the people from Ballast Point. So mm. they left, I think they sold Ballast Point and then started Cutwater. And I think they just sold Cutwater to InBev. I think InBev is combined with Anheuser or something like that now. Anyway, but... They've now, now created two different booze companies and sold them both. But cut waters are fantastic. If you get the vodka soda ones, if you get like the pre-made cocktail ones, they're pretty nasty. So You seem like you're angling for a sponsorship. I have not yet reached out to Cutwater, but I think you're Ofer with your Ultra sponsorship, aren't you? I am Ofer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, play some spike ball. Enjoy your weekend. You probably listen to this on Monday, though, which means... You've already missed your weekend. I hope you had a great time playing spike ball this weekend, like I did. Reviews, Apple, YouTube, any other device or system that you listen to. Cocktails, shoot me an email, Jordan at Total CSR. Questions, Olivia at Total CSR. If you want Justin to get off the podcast, just send him hate mail to Justin at TotalCSR.com. Or if you want Jordan off the podcast. One of the two. <laughs> One of the two. Uh, oh, shit, broken down. <laughs> Cheers. Wow.